listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey, allegedly. And... Kane! They let me back! Yay! Yay! We we confirmed not scroll. Uh, we did stab Kane in the hand, and then it didn't <laughs> turn into a scroll, so here we are. <laughs> yep. Kane's blood I did red. have to get... Many stitches, yeah. but it's worth it to not have to wait 20 episodes. <laughs> Back so soon? No. Uh, so we are going to be doing episodes five and six. Six is the finale of the show uh, of Secret Invasion. So we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up here. Um, and then we are going to maybe move on in future episodes to finally finish off Miss Marvel Comics. It'll happen. It's only been, you I, know, six months I, since I, we started. I guarantee it'll happen. And, you I know, it might be you. longer than six months. Yeah. <laughs> Kane's just waiting. Like, I don't know what's happening with Kamala anymore. <laughs> it's been so long. You've I want to get this. it done. Be- I want to get it done before the next movie comes out. Oh my god! We'll see. I don't <gasps> think that's going to be a great happen. finale, though, for Kamala. Yeah, for the uh, Marvels. Yeah. Ugh, what yeah. a treat. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Let's go. It's ahead. all in God's timing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and we'll let's jump into episode five. Feel free to stop me at any time with your theories or what you were thinking at the time so once again i'm using collider for both of these because they seem to be the fastest to get them out and i don't actively hate their recap sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so if <laughs> fury gets the president to the uh, president to the hospital where the doctors tell him to stay outside while there he sees on the news that the eyewitnesses reported talos talos helping save the president uh uh, you know, a victory for Talos, who, you know, wanted to show the world how good the scrolls could be. Yeah. Uh, despite Yay. having killed Talos, Gravik's plan still took a hit, and he leads Pagan, played by Killian Scott, questioning his leadership. So, um, one thing, which was funny, I, I before I had watched the episode, because we just watched the episode recently, uh, we weren't really watching them as they came out, we were kind of like grouping them together, so they were fresh in our mind. We were busy. But uh, it awesome. was really funny, because a, a lot of people were complaining that the hospital looked dead. Like, there's no, like, background actors or yeah, anything anywhere. They're not allowed. Like, yeah. if the president goes to a hospital... Here's the thing. There's can't... not even Secret Service. Like, there's oh. nobody. When he shows up, it's literally just Nick Fury and the president. Oh. And one single nurse. They don't even know the president's coming because oh. Fury's just dropping him off. Like Weird. there's no okay. one in the hospital. It's it, like it's hmm. it's very sterile. Uh, I don't know if it was maybe a COVID protocol kind of thing where they weren't allowed to have a bunch of extras in the background or something like that. I don't know, maybe? but. It, Maybe. It did seem. It seemed a little weird. It was just kind of like a white hallway. For but. me, I was just like, I don't know. They the president's not allowed to see other people. So, <laughs> but at the same time, last time I was in an emergency room, when I thought I broke my foot, or when I was, you know, getting those stitches on my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah exactly. There wasn't that many people just like wandering about that immediate area in general i don't know if it's because there was it was a big city they'd be expecting more but i i I I would assume that don't have a lot of people just like wandering out about especially in the emergency room zone i mean i guess that's true there the fact that there was like no one and there was like he just like walked in and found a nurse which seemed weird to me as well. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm looking into this a little too much. Uh, I mean, it did seem. By like that a really... point, 
it did seem like a really fancy hospital. So, and it's in the UK. So, like, I don't even know how that's different. By the time we see the cutscene, isn't he already, like, on the bed? So. I think so. He, yeah, he gets, like, handed off and then he gets, like, put on a bed, like, shortly after. And then Nick Fury, like, pulls a chair and, like, sits in front of the door with a gun. <laughs> yeah, I don't That bed probably wouldn't fly. Hospital security would be there. Usually they don't want you to have guns. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I I don't know how UK hospital security works. Oh, you know what? Yeah, this isn't the US. I, I was like, oh, US, yeah, no, they're totally chill with that. Like, <laughs> I, Yeah, no. If I, there's I any know. listeners from the UK, tell us how your hospital security works. Is I, it just a gun free for all? I know there's at <laughs> least one of you. Because you, you downloaded 100 episodes in a single day, and I saw a weird spike in our, our downloads, oh, and I was so very funny. confused. <laughs> I bet when they hit subscribe, it, it, so it just my, like, auto-downloaded yeah. a bunch that, of That's them. what my app does, and I actually <laughs> do enjoy that. Here's but. the thing, but it's usually not like the previous 100 episodes that I have been know, released. It, that, that's what it happens in mine. <laughs> okay, okay. So, shout out to Overcast. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Gravik lashes out and uh, kills Pagan, so they're having like a little rendezvous, and then mm. Pagan's like, are you a good leader? And Gravik's like, no, death. Um, it's more or less how that he's conversation like, never went. never question me again. And then he doesn't question him ever again, because yeah. he's dead. Yeah, he, he do he do, do a kill. Um, uh, he Which does I kill feel the- like is his downfall. Yeah, Like, the moment mm-hmm. he did that. Because, let's be honest, Gravik isn't the personality in the group. No. Most people were probably following him because Pagan is the one. Well, Pagan and um, Gaia. Gaia were being like the, the more faces. Person- yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Gravik's got the strategic mind and like the and he's young, like the, the he's angry like, words. <laughs> yeah, he's like we've been failed by our father figures, and everyone else was like, "You're right, we have." <laughs> And like, then, yeah, Beto P- is there looking yep. down at him, and it's all I could think is that scene where Pagan and Beto are sitting together. It's like, you joined for the same reason I did, which in my head, the moment Pagan went down, it's like, and Beto is out for the same reason. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Gravik kills Pagan in front of all of the other rebel. Well, not all of the other. A lot of the other rebel lawyer, warriors. The you know the 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 strike teams, the ones that mm. are more involved. The ones that mill about in yeah. the background. <laughs> he uh, then orders Avara's death, um, and yeah, uh, but and they you know leave the room, and it is clear that uh, Beth Beto is uh, played by Samuel Eduami, I believe. Sure. Uh, is no longer trusting Gravik, like he said. So G- Gravik then calls Rhodey, uh, and oh, we're gonna re- refer to uh, this Rhodey as Scrody going forward. Uh, I can't take the credit for this; this was online. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be Scroll Rhodey is Scrody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so uh, Rhodey's or Scrody's on the way to the hospital. Um, he tells Scrody to keep the president alive and inform him of the attack by the Russians. Oh, there's a cat behind us. Uh, <laughs> and it should do be a big stretch. So Big yawn. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, Scrody's going to tell the president that the Russians, are, you know, attacked with the help of the scrolls and that the Russians are, you know, housing all of the scrolls. Um, uh, he also tells... Uh, 
uh, Scrody to reveal the location of new Skrolios to the president uh, to provoke the U.S. Uh, military strike on Russian soil, sparking World War III. Uh, Scrody, also na- known as Rava, is shocked by this gambit, which risks all of the scrolls uh, at New Scrollios, but Gravik says that uh, he will use this potential strike as leverage against Fury, because Fury won't want to see all the scrolls die. Uh, and if that fails, then they will just uh, have no have to sacrifice themselves for the greater good if that doesn't work, which is never, like, a great thing. Like, he, I feel that this is one thing that bugged me a little bit, is... I feel like the unraveling of Gravik was very rapid here. I felt like that they, way they, too. they were building towards it, but I feel like after the president like attack didn't go to plan, he just like unraveled and said fuck it all. Like and I was like this feels like a very steep ex- uh, escalation of like his personality. I I feel like they needed to touch on the unhingedness a little bit more here's the thing i i was on board with the unhingedness with the terrorist bombing yeah and that kind of thing so i don't know yeah this this just feels like like, there's a lot of leaps of logic he's doing here that like it's very i mean he is unraveling so i that's why people do eventually coo him or try to but mm -hmm, anyways mm -hmm. i think it might also have to do with the fact that he can like feel how obvious it is that people are like he's losing his hold on his people like not only did he lose Gaia and he lost Pagan and like after the bombing incident everyone was clapping for their return yeah yeah after this incident it was dead silent as they walked back into that building no one even care that hey you survived you caused a lot of damage you killed the former leader mm-hmm. good job yeah yeah and i mean they rightfully are like you've had a chance to kill fury multiple times here and you keep like issuing us to kill him but then you don't do it like why yeah what's up with that <laughs> which i guess i like if he had I don't know why he keeps issuing to kill Fury rather than, like, capture Fury. Because, like, it's obvious that he wants Fury alive so he can get to Harvest. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. It's, yeah, the, the Harvest or Harvest. But, like, stop telling people to kill him. Like, yeah. Because now, now, like, now you're confusing people. Because you, like, kill him and then they don't. And he's like, well, oh well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, at the hospital, Fury is waiting for Scrody uh, and pulls a gun on them. However, Scrody reveals that um, she has leaked the video of Fury killing Maria Hill to the press, and now that will make Fury the most wanted man on the planet. Um, But that confused me a little bit, because I was like, do, like, a lot of people know who Maria Hill is? I guess. Like, like the government people, sure. Well, I mean that maybe that's what they meant is just like, oh, all these organizations are going to be out for you, which is like, you know, normal citizens won't assemble strike teams usually. So, yeah, I'm well, it's also one of those things. It's like I feel like they're greatly overestimating how much a lot of people pay attention to like the news. No, to like government agency heads. Oh, sure. Like, do you yeah. know the head of MI6? Absolutely not. No. Like why do people know who the fuck Nick Fury is? Like, uh, I, I, I it doesn't know. matter. It's well, fun. he works with the superheroes, so that I get. I, I, yeah, but I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. But mm-hmm. he hasn't for like a decade at this point because mm-hmm. he's been up on uh, on Saber. 
Anyways. But, like, here's... We still remember, like, famous generals and stuff from World War Two. That's true. So, like, the guy who helps lead the Avengers, which is, like, the coolest thing. I suppose you're right. I don't know. I feel... Eh, it'd be fine. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Fury is the most manned, wanted man in the per- world or whatever. Uh, Fury has no choice but to leave the hospital with uh, Scrody threatening him to unleash the entire Secret Service on him if he ever gets near the president again. Which, again, not, ki- not killing Fury. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. We uh, After the intro credits, we jump over to Sanyo Falsworth in London, uh, where she meets with her boss, direct- Director Weatherby. Um, she does shoot the boss. This is why we knew that stabbing Kane in the hand would work. Uh, <laughs> he he does um, his his scroll hand turns back, uh, and it forces uh, him to kind of like reveal that he's a scroll while everyone else runs in, and uh, which is very funny because she's just like, no, it's chill, don't worry about it. Um, honestly, I think she's probably been my favorite part. Yeah, she's like great. her her attitude is fantastic through all she's of these like, episodes. I got this under control. It's it's chill. Don't guys. freak out, but I am gonna murder so you. How did- how did she know that he was Skrull, or was this a literal shot in the dark? I don't know how she knew. I'm assuming this is a shot in the dark, which is even funnier if she didn't know. <laughs> like, just, you yeah. know, I'm just going to shoot my director in the leg. That would be, just, yeah, walk and shoot your boss in the leg, and like, well, <laughs> I thought he was an impersonator. Like, uh, um, I don't know. Maybe it's because the director was trying to stop her anti-Skrull plans? I I don't know, and she's she's just making a wild leaps. Yeah, or, yeah. Like I wonder if there was something like the whole Nick Fury thing going on, where yeah. it's like no one does this, oh. like no one would ever tell me to wait. So the Maybe? fact that he said tell her to wait was a sign that something was wrong. Yeah. Either way, the director reveals the location of Doctor Rosa Dalton, played by Katie Fennerin. Uh, the scientist who is running Gravik's super uh, scroll experiments, mm. um, which I, I don't know why she's not in New Scrollios, because they were there at one point. I, f- I assume they would just have a lab there, but whatever. I, is it implied that they're actually human? Uh, well, he's definitely a scroll. Maybe uh, she is no. as well. Yeah, cause because they were at Skrullios. Yeah. Um. Because Gaia had to get the memory from Rosa in order to turn on the machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That's right. First time. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, I yeah they're both scrolls. So mm-hmm. anyways, uh, back at the maybe new to Skrullios. keep up appearances. Yeah, maybe back to the, the new Skrullios, Beto and some of the other warriors approach Gravik while they're uh, talking. Uh, while they're talking with um, Ra- Rava. Um, while they're talking, Rava calls Gravik and informs him that the president is out of surgery. Uh, he's As he's talking on the phone, the rebels gang up on Gravik and try to kill him. Uh, but his, uh, you know, powers and stuff like that gives him the upper hand. Um, he kills off a bunch of them. And then uh, Beto is, you know, knocked outside and he's the last one left. Uh, and he publicly executes him as a show of, you know, strength in front of all of the other scrolls around. Um and Beto dies telling mm-hmm. Gravik he's nothing but a monster. Yeah, it's not great. No, no. No. Uh, so Fury has like to... the opposite yeah. of Talos, who yeah. refused to harm Skrulls even at his own expense. Mm-hmm. While yeah. Gravik, you know, kills to prove points. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's uh, it's not a good look. Uh, if you got to start executing your own people, that's usually a pretty quick way things start to spiral. Uh, so Fury heads to a sh- safe house in Brexton where he finds Gaia waiting for him. Uh, he gives her a lesson in the history of Bexen and attempts to talk to her about Talos' death, but she stops him. Uh, she tells Fury that she ran away from her father because she knew he would lose, but Fury argues that Talos didn't lose. He chose the path of a str- of struggle. Uh, Fury tells Gaia that she cannot let grief paralyze her uh, and reveals that Talos told him she's a super scroll now. Uh, Gaia reveals that Gravik only has a few DNA samples, but he's really looking for something called the Harvest, a name Fury recognizes. Uh, Gaia says that she needs to bury her father, and Fury gives her his keys, telling her to take him to Priscilla. Uh, The police arrive, and Fury Fury has to skedaddle. Uh, Gaia asks him where he's going, and he says, Finland. Mm -hmm. Which is Mm -hmm. fun. Um, it... I do like that the the lights show up on the wall like behind him. And he's like, ah, I'm just gonna nonchalantly just kind of get out of here. Don't worry about me. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny the way the, the timing was framed for it. Yeah, I'm just gonna head out. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. So Sonia meets uh, Doctor uh, Rosa Dalton and her husband Victor uh, at their private laboratory. Immediately making it clear that she knows that they're scrolls. With her agents holding them at gunpoint, she questions Rosa, asking her about the machine she's built for the scrolls. After their conversation, Sonia has her agents take the Daltons, uh, and they do Molotov cocktail their lab, which was funny to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Victor attempts to break free, putting a gun to Rosa's head and threatening to kill her, but Sonia calmly shoots him in the head, which was very funny. Uh, you know, I uh, really appreciate the reference to murder podcasts. Yeah. Oh my 10. god. <laughs> I, I was chickled, so yeah, you know. it was it was th- that whole scene was really good. The like her demeanor, the her delivery of everything, just shooting him in the head, and then yeah, the little quips and stuff like that is very very good. She's she's doing yes. her job with the like cadence and delivery of somebody who has to like um like smash cars in in a big smashy thing Mm -hmm. but they've been doing it for like 30 years so it's like no big deal yeah it's no big deal like all right let's do this i just gotta i just gotta do my job okay i'm having a good time (laughs) i love smashing these things so gaia takes talos's body to priscilla's home where she finds the older scroll waiting for gravik's rebels at first she thinks Gaia's working for gravik but she tells her who she really is asking for help to bury her father uh, we cut back to the hospital, and the president is awake, and Scrody meets with him, telling him that the scrolls are working with Russia, and that he's received corroborating evidence from Sonia. Grody shows the president the location of New Skrolios and says that they need to destroy it, promising the support of other NATO powers. The president <laughs> We is- gotta bomb Russian soil. Don't worry, they'll be cool with it. <laughs> Which is... The, 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 the storyline is a little funny considering what is actually going on in the world right now yeah it's getting and like how scared and like how weird russia is about nato and uh, like Mm -hmm. us bombing them so it's just i don't know it's getting just a little like soft cheese yeah just just a little bit yeah uh the president is hesitant to strike on russian soils as it would mean world war three but roadie convinces him to do it saying that a scroll invasion would mean the extinction of humanity which is not like necessarily true at all no no not so, even a little bit uh yeah. so gravik calls fury uh offering him a deal he tells the tells fury that 
uh, about the strike and says that he will call the whole thing off if Fury brings him the harvest in person. Uh, Fury, Fury clearly anticipated this, and he's already catching a flight on a private plane to Finland. So we get a little cameo here. I don't know if you guys recognize this pilot or not. No. Oh, wait. Is this the guy who was in the um, Black Widow movie? It is. Yeah, this wow. is the guy that uh, acquired all the stuff. I did think he was hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, Rick Mason, played by O.T. Uh, Fembegano. I don't know how to say that name. That's fine. It's a, it, I, Yeah, anyways. Uh, so after some banter, uh, which we find out that the helico- uh, helicarrier has been mothballed, which is something that we have heard Fury say in the past, um, uh, Mason gives Fury something he'll need on the other side, and they set off. Woo! Uh, so outside the Fury residence, Priscilla and Gaia give Talos a funeral, uh, and um, Gaia says that Talos deserved to have... Uh, processions of mourners but priscilla points out that he was never one for pageantry um and the funeral offers a uh, the funeral requires an offering which gaia provides uh, her mother's ring uh the young scroll doesn't know that the the funeral pa- the funeral's prayer which i found very sad like she's you know it's one of those like we're in a new land and never learned the customs of you know yeah. our home world kind of thing so yeah uh, but Priscilla does and recites it in, uh, instead as Gaia sets fire to her father's pyre. Um, and she bids him a final farewell in the scroll language, saying, Travel well uh, to your beyond, father. Yeah, I thought that was sweet. Aww. Yeah. After the funeral, the two of them go back inside, and Gaia tells Priscilla that uh, the last thing she told her father was that he was a failure. Uh, Priscilla comforts her and says they share a... And they share a, a chuckle talking about Fury. Gaia asks Priscilla why she has stayed in the house despite Gravik wanting to kill her. Um, so th- this is one thing that bugged me is hmm. uh, like Priscilla knows that people are coming to kill her. And she was talking about like how secure the home is. And there's just giant glass windows everywhere. Wow. Like there is like om- this is one of the least secure homes I've ever seen. Like. Literally, Gaia just kind of, like, lifted the handle hard and got into the house to start with. Oh, yeah. Like, she's talking about, like, oh, I would rather, you know, fight in my home with, you know, whatever than run into someone in the, you know, back alley as they stand in front of a giant glass window looking outside. I mean, I I get, like, I don't know. I get why she would want to stay there. Sure. But I just, yeah, it, it probably should be more more secure than that and it, honestly i wouldn't even care that much if, if she's like i want to die where like the place i love or whatever mm-hmm. something like you know something mm-hmm. along those lines instead of saying like oh it's super secure when we actively can see that it's not <laughs> um those glass windows do shatter or was that a vase no those they, they literally propel in through the, the windows, windows. Yeah. yeah yeah um so like propel- funny glass yeah. ceiling yeah the, yeah thing <laughs> Priscilla says that she love, loves the house, uh, talking about how she, how she first got it and how she and Fury were to build a life together there. Uh, Gaia tells her if Fury ever saw Priscilla in her own skin. Um, or Gaia asks if Fury has ever seen Priscilla in her own skin, uh, which does offend uh, Priscilla. Uh, she, she said, don't talk about my bedroom habits. <laughs> yeah, like, that's none of your business. And Gaia's like, oh, I didn't mean to offend. She's like, yeah, you did. Fuck off. Like It's fine. <laughs> it's like... fine. Yeah. yeah. 
Priscilla says when it comes to facing down her would-be assassin, she would rather do it there in her own home. Uh, at that very moment, the uh, one the skull scroll sniper does uh, just wildly miss and shoot the you know of um, teapot on the table. Yeah, as, that's that what it was. That, uh, just yep. airballing that shot. Mm-hmm. Not had no idea. Wide open in front of a window. You can't hit it. Mm-mm. Years um, at the academy gone to waste. Right. <laughs> Uh, the scroll strike team uh, sent by Ga- Gravik uh, attacks, leading Priscilla and Gaia to take cover. Uh, they arm up. Uh, they have uh, these are actual backpacks in the real world uh, mm-hmm. that you can buy for children. Uh, they have armor plating in the backpacks, so you can use it as like a bulletproof oh, vest and stuff like that. That's fucked up. Yeah, I've seen these before. Yeah. I mean, they don't obviously have like the holsters. They're they're slightly different, but yeah. right. But yeah, the armor plating yeah. part. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Uh, the, the Despite the, the uh, army of rebels, rebels that come after them, the two scrolls manage to hold them off and survive. Uh, Gaia didn't even have to use any of her new special powers, which is fun. But yeah, they, uh, they do like a back-to-back circle around as they shoot kind of mm-hmm, thing and mm-hmm. taking cover with each other and working together as a team and yeah, all that I, stuff. I think at this point, too, Gaia is hesitant to let people know that she has these powers. I mean, which was fair. Yeah. And like, she's a trained spy. That makes sense to be, want to keep things close to the chest. Um, But I think she also knows that she's in a TV show with a limited budget. That's true. Yeah. So so in Finland, uh, Fury arrives under a disguise. Uh, Once through the airport, uh, he reveals that it is Fury using uh, shield technology. We've seen it before in Captain America: The Winter Soldier. We saw it in Black Widow, and if you ever watched Agents of Shield, it was in there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he meets Sonia, who's waiting for him, and comments how Shield spent a billion dollars on the technology uh, called the Widow's Veil. Which, sure, um, and they still can't get it to disguise more than the face. Fury says that there's a newer version that can do the whole body, but you know that's just not on him. Um, they then drive off, uh, listening to Audacity by Stormy's. Back in London, Priscilla drops Gaia off and tells her to be careful. Presumably, uh, we'll find out in the next episode what she has to be careful with. We mm-hmm. we know already because we mm-hmm. watched it. But Th- and that was another thing is she talked about like, oh, I want to die in my home. I don't want to die in some back alley. And then they immediately leave the home. Yeah. After the the strike team, anyways. Make it make sense. Yeah. So, uh, after Fury and Sonya drive towards the Russian border, she asks why she gave uh, Scrody evidence of the scroll base. She said she was then quite shocked when she uh, when Fury reveals that Scrody is in fact a scroll. Oh my god! Uh, asking why Gravik would uh, want to blow up his own people, Fury explains the gambit. You know, uh, they'll blow up their own people to try to force me because I don't want to see you know scrolls die, etc. Illustrating how Gravik's plans to, like, how he has plans to start World War III. Uh, she then asks him about the Harvest, and he reveals that during the events of Avengers Endgame, nearly every Avenger, uh, and many others as well, spilled blood. So after the battle was over, Fury sent in a secret team of scrolls to collect the DNA, led by Gravik, and this is why Gravik knows about the, the you know, the DNA samples. And uh, he speculates that's probably when Gravik came up with the plan to make Super Scrolls. In other words, Fury, uh, you know, is directly responsible for everything that's happened here. And that's why he came back. Yeah. Uh, yep, exactly. And that's why he's back. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so they arrive at a graveyard where Fury send, uh, leads Sonya to a grave of uh, Colonel Nicholas J. Fury. Apparently, he's got he's got this is like his third or fourth fake he's grave. Got, he's got a bunch of graves. It's fine. Uh, and this is apparently the one where he hid the harvest. Uh, so Sonya asks him again, why doesn't he call the Avengers or literally anyone? Uh, and Fury says that the, it's personal and they can't keep depending on superheroes to save the day. Uh, it seems, you know, a little crude to risk, you know, everyone for your own hubris, but sure. Uh, he truly believes that none of them can help, uh, can defend the world the way he can. Uh, and says that the only power he has uh, was planted between my ears by a single mother. And uh, wrapped around his finger by a woman who's far greater. Uh, he then could, or far greater than he could ever hope to be. Uh, Sonia asks him why he chose to leave the harvest in Finland, and Fury says that he and Priscilla honeymooned there, revealing that uh, Priscilla is in fact a scroll because they like cold weather. Uh, Fury then <laughs> re- retrieves the harvest, and Sonia asks him uh, if he's really going to just hand it over to Gravik. Uh, Fury gives a cryptic response, as he always does, and steps inside the small, you know, building close by. Uh, he activates some secret boxes, retrieving, you know, one of his, you know, uh, trench coats, his eye patch, a gun, and he uh, suits up and calls someone saying, let's finish this. So, yeah, episode five. So we we have any thoughts? I think I like this episode. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> the, I felt like I was finally getting some answers. Yeah, it started, it started to sell, like, tie off some of the loose ends uh, with still kind of keeping the suspense up. Uh, I, again, like, I, I had issues with the hospital and um, Gravix, you know, spiral quickly, but, I, I, you know, I thought it was still holding pretty well at this point. Mm-hmm. How about you, Kane? Um, I was just happy that I finally had my episode two question answered. Yeah, what uh, was that? What was the harvest? Yeah. Oh, thank God. When I heard it, just like a whisper between the doctor and Pagan in episode two, and it was like, why is nobody on the internet telling me what the answer to this question is? I hate this. It's like, I know it has something to do with the superheroes. I know it has something to do with fucking Marvel, the fucking Carol, whatever her face is. Just tell me what it is. Now, now I know. Marvel, what's her face? Look, here's the thing. There's too many versions of, like, is it Captain Marvel? Is it Miss Marvel? I, I just could never. It's Captain my, Marvel. My brain <laughs> just goes on the fritz and it's like, isn't there, like, a DC? I, I don't know. DC. Yeah. Well, there, there's also Marvel, which ah, is different yes. than Marvel. It, yeah, a completely different person. I call her Carol. I just say yeah, Carol. Carol Danvers. Yeah. But then my head just goes to Carol Baskins. <laughs> you know like, that's not right but i want to say it <laughs> i respect great. that that's totally fine if you call her carol baskins i will stand behind that every day that is so this, funny this is great um what about you mike um it, it was okay uh i mm-hmm. I, I think I'll, I'll do a final rating when everything's said and done here mm-hmm. uh but yeah it, it it's okay it was fun for this one <laughs> I mean, you've been rating all the individual episodes. Yeah, I know we're we're right at the end here, so I'm just gonna we're just, right, gonna, I'm right. just gonna do all of them at once. So, so that sounds good to me. Okay, let's jump into episode six, the season finale. Um, this one I believe was called Home. It was called Yes Home. Oh. 
Yeah. Can confirm. Uh, yeah. So uh, one thing that I saw on my way home, um, there the last episode was called Harvest. This episode was called Home. Mm-hmm. And right near our house, there's a place called Harvest Home. Oh, I love and I was that. like, oh, it's a sign. Wow. <laughs> Liter- literally and figuratively. So It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. All right. All right. So episode begins. Nick Fury calling his wife, Priscilla. Um, and it is essentially like a goodbye call. Uh, it's clear that... Uh, Fury doesn't know if he's going to make it back. Um, he, they kind of have a little sweet moment there where, you know, she's like, oh, you've never called this line. And he's like, I've dialed it a few times, but I've never actually called. But anyways. Father got up the courage. Yeah. Uh, after the call, uh, we cut to a car approaching the gates of New Skrullios. Um, the guards open fire, but there's no one in the car. Uh, and then we see Fury shoot them down. Uh, Fury walks into the scroll compound. Question, where did he come from? The woods slightly to the side. I don't know how that car was just slowly rolling forward and how no one saw, like, well, what, what the I path mean, was that, like, they he started rolling the car, got out of the car to let it slowly roll towards them and then walk around the side, but... Yeah. I mean, I guess with what we know at the end, like, there's a, a number of combinations that would have worked, but... Yeah. My secondary question is, is why are there still guards here? Um, because they got to make sure that there's visible casualties. But the, here's the thing. The all of, all, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Because, like, I, we're going to cut to it in a second. But all the other scrolls are already dead inside. Are, are they dead? Or? Yeah. I no, they're, they're dead. I thought they were just locked up. So. Because no. it's like it, a million of I them. I thought it was... The civilians were locked up, the yeah. traitors were killed, and those that were still loyal were either sent to kill Priscilla's Yeah, Priscilla yeah. or they are girding the surrounding area. Okay. AKA okay. sent to be Fury Fodder. Yeah, I, I guess that's as good of an explanation as because I was just like, why? Well, what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, anyways, what, uh, what happened? So we we catch up with Scrody, uh, who is still pushing for a nuclear site uh, strike. Um, uh, the the president is hesitant to make such a move without verifying if the Russians really are working with the scrolls. Uh, but Scrody presses harder, showing the president live footage of Russian troops moving to the borders of Ukraine and Finland. Um. Uh, Rava, the Scrody, uh, has already uh, ha- had a speech written for the president making one last push for the, the nuclear strikes. Uh, at New Scrollios, uh, Fury walks to the compound, which is, you know, kind of deserted, We've like we just kind of talked about. The bodies of uh, Beto and the other scrolls who turned on Gravik have been left where they were, uh, you know, dead on the ground, but there's no sign of anyone else alive. Uh, Fury doesn't have you know, a long time to ponder this as the radiation uh, levels of the compound, uh, i.e. the decommissioned nuclear power plant, are already causing him trouble breathing, or so we believe. Uh, cough, Fury, cough, yeah, cough, cough, cough. 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 Gonna sell this cough, cough. <laughs> shaking, uh, cough. Fury stumbles through the compound, coughing and shaking. Uh, at the hospital, Rhodey gets a call from Sonia, uh, who tells him to move the president immediately, and that Fury's headed straight for him. Uh, Scrody questions why they w- should worry about Fury, but Sonya tells him that uh, Fury's lost his mind and he's kind of on a war path. 
back at the compound, Fury finally makes his way down to the reactor room where Gravik is waiting with the Super Scroll machine. Uh, Fury asks him where all the scrolls went, and Gravik reveals that he's locked them up, preventing their escape from the impending strike. Uh, Fury attempts to take some iodine pills to fight the steadily worsening radiation poisoning, but the drops the bottle, and Gravik kicks them down the drain and crushes them. Uh, so dramatic. It is so dramatic. <laughs> they were they really thought they were doing something with that shot. It was very funny. Uh, Gravik then offers him a drink, toasting the last stand of Nick Fury. Um, Rhodey and his uh, team, I mean, Scrody and his team, move the president to a higher floor, sending out agents to hunt for Fury. Uh, but the, uh, the the Secret Service agents are in turn being hunted by the an unseen killer. Uh, in the reactor room, Fury's uh, dying from a radiation exposure, or so we think. And Gravik comments that without the pills, the symptoms are going to accelerate. So that's not really how iodine pills work. Uh, so those iodine pills are essentially to prevent you from like getting some of like the the upset stummy stuff and to stop your thyroid from like self destructing inside of your your throat. Well, if his thyroid self destructed, I think that would be bad. I mean, but it's not going to be like popping in his throat. Like by self destructing, <laughs> I mean like cancer. Yeah. In like the next year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, how long would you say? a fury would have in that space it really depends on like the because the geiger counter that they had wasn't super good i mean if you're like just going straight in there and it's like peaking like you know dangerous levels you might have 10 to 20 minutes Uh, yeah like before your body starts to shut itself down um you can develop radiation sickness within five or six hours like at lower levels yeah yeah like radiation sickness is a a pain in the butt from like just eventually coma and death are inevitable within three days yeah sorry (laughs) i just thought it was interesting and once again just thinking about poor old bob just chilling that's the thing is all of were kind of in their own little but they were still at the compound yeah. Here's the thing, uh, you know, for later. I don't yeah. Know, Maybe they but have I- special irradiated lining on, like, or non-irradiated lining on the walls? I don't know. Because, like, I don't know. When we get there, I'll bring it up again. How about that? Perfect. I'll- perfect. Okay. Yeah. But either way, I would say, like, less than an hour in there. Either mm-hmm. way, like that he would last if if they're truly spiking as much as they're trying to lead us to believe. But either mm-hmm. way, do do um, Gravik comments on the pills. The symptoms are going to accelerate. Uh, Gravik asks Fury if he had a backup plan, um, maybe some Avengers on standby or an invisible cloak and shield, uh, which is kind of a reference to a thing that he actually has in the comic he has like an invisibility cloak in the comic that even like the watcher can't see him under so that's kind of fun uh he also asks fury if he recognizes the face uh that gravik's been wearing which is the face of the first human that uh gravik killed on fury's orders of course uh fury in this current scenario would not recognize it i doubt regular fury would even recognize i mean there's been so many people. There, yeah there's been so many people that fury's had killed which 
Yay. Like, uh, it'd be cute if he was like, I remember everybody, but a bit. But it's like, realistically, that's not possible. Yeah. So, uh, so Gravik is surprised that Fury doesn't remember. Uh, but this was, uh, you know, a formative moment for Gravik. But, you know, it's just another person dead to, to Fury. Uh, uh, that man was the, the first of many. And Gravik still feels the weight of all those kill- killings, blaming Fury for using the scrolls as his private spies and assassins. Gravik's hatred for Fury is only matched by his hatred for Talos, who in Gravik's eyes turned the scrolls from a warrior race to a band of beggars. Um, so we kind of talked about it in previous episodes, but the scrolls were kind of a, you know, a, a much a more warmongery in the comics. Like, they are very much like a go out and, you know, let's fight. Like, yeah, the the Kree did decimate them, and the Kree are not innocent in that, but also the scrolls are not innocent in that war either. So, um, Gravik wraps up his final supervillain speech by saying that uh, he will first kill Fury, and then he will take a flamethrower to humanity, stressing, stressing to Fury that it's all because Fury, Fury failed to keep his promise. Uh, surprising even Gravik, Fury admits that he did fail. Uh, he knew early on that finding a new home for the scrolls would be impossible, and yet kept stringing them along to get them to do what they want. Uh, the only way that uh, they uh, the only way he could keep uh, the only way he could have kept his promise was by building them a home there on Earth, uh, but he didn't want to do that because it's easier to focus on saving lives rather than changing hearts and minds. Um, he just needed a PR person. Yeah, like here's the thing: that statement felt very like mutant coded. Yes, it seemed like something that not Xavier, but um. Magneto would say, where yeah. it's like, these guys aren't going to change. So it's just easier to. I mean, Whatever. they they literally in the comics make um, like a mutant, you know, planet at one point mm-hmm. because of this, like, essentially same scenario. Like this, th- this is a thing. Uh, like even like Krotoa is uh, all, like the home for mutants at one point because they they seclude themselves because it's easier to you know do that rather than try to change everyone's attitudes because prejudice prejudice pre- 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 prejudice prejudice <laughs> prejudice yeah it's, they're prejudiced <laughs> against mutants yeah. forever I guess yeah so. So anyway, uh, Fury uh, finally reveals that he felt that he, w- when he was snapped out of existence, uh, a relief that he could finally stop fighting. He also says that he finally came back to Earth because he felt responsible for Gravik, uh, since he was the youngest of his scroll spies. One thing I thought was interesting is, like, I, I, spoiler, this is Gaia. Uh, th- that is playing very well into Gravik's like sense of importance. Like, yeah. I came back because specifically of you, yeah. you were, you were, you know, you were my youngest protege and you did all of this. So like, I'm responsible for you. So like, I don't know. I, I thought it was a good way to kind of string him along. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, as the secret s- service agents at the hospital, uh, start dropping all around, uh, getting knocked out by some unseen assailant, um, off, Fury offers Gravik the harvest, uh, the DNA collected from every combatant uh, in the Battle of Earth. In exchange, he asks that Gravik take the scrolls and leave Earth. Uh, Gravis, uh, Gravik takes the harvest from Fury just as Scrody is getting the president to a new room. 
The president takes a gun from one of the agents, and elsewhere the, or- the order to initiate the strike on New Scrollios is given. Uh, Fury lies in uh, on the floor of the Super Scroll machine. His symptoms have gotten progressively worse as they talked. As Gravik checks the samples, commenting that Fury really does uh, want to die, Sonya surprises Scrody as Gravik reactivates the machine, uh, with Fury still in it. Um, what? So th- there's there's some uh, logic jumps that have to happen here, like Gaia is like betting that like they're literally betting that Gravik is going to allow Gaia to stay inside of the machine when it's activated. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess. If it <laughs> in my brain, I was like, "Well, the machine will kill him probably because he's human." I Here, don't know. Here's the thing: we we don't really know what this machine is actually doing. What if it just made Fury like just into Superman? Maybe. Like, if even if it was like a regular Fury and not Gaia. Yeah, I, I don't know. Feel like it's implied that it would because like the Doctor was working on this machine in her pre-scroll state. Like that's that was, why Yeah, that was my understanding too. Like that she had those blueprints at her house, not in the scroll lab, which means it's a human doctor project, so I think it's something that she was just working on and it's just like, yeah, this is a thing. <laughs> We're doing it for scrolls now. Yeah, I don't know. The, we the, want the, more the... hulks. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> but with more powers. <laughs> we want more hulks. You want. Uh, yeah. I was going to yeah, say the, the, Hulk plus Captain America, but Hulk was kind of trying to be Captain America, so that doesn't make sense. Yeah. If Hulk uh, was more successful at becoming Captain America, like, I don't know. Then he'd be Captain America. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. Uh, so- Sonia holds uh, 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 Scrody at gunpoint while the reactor room of the machine powers down, revealing Gravik in his natural scroll form, just heavily buff now he's so beefed out uh gravic attacks fury who then reveals uh by catching the fist um and uh, you know their arm also changes and then fury sends gravic flying out of the building uh stepping out of the rubble is gaia played by Amelia clark wow i liked this it was good yeah a little uh, spy little trickery. yeah yeah this is like a yeah. classic spy move uh, so, uh, revealing herself, uh, they have tricked Gravik into giving her some of the powers he has stolen, and by giving some of her the powers, all of the same powers he has. So, uh, the, the recap touches on this, but I was going to touch on it again, but why not here? So, this means that both Gaia and Gravik are, like, two, or are the two most powerful beings in, like, the Marvel Universe at this point? Assuming their shape-shifting powers don't like assuming they can keep up the energy yeah you know i feel like it would be a lot of exertion to pull up these powers but i don't know that's just me i don't know how any of this works yeah uh but we we did get a little uh a little taste of all the people so the thanos was in there we had everyone from the black order that was in there we had thor we had captain america we had the winter soldier we had you know uh, Thanos was in there. I think mm-hmm. I said that. Yeah, there was a there was a ton of people in there that were, um, you know, get, getting that that DNA from Hulk was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, we see a bunch of them. Uh, oh, all the Guardians was in there. That's important later yeah. on. Yeah, but 
Uh, meanwhile, the the real Fury is indeed at the hospital where he takes out the last of the Secret Service agents and tells the president to aim the gun at Scrody. Um, we cut back. Gaia confronts Gravik, calling him, uh, uh, you know, weak and he you know, attacks him. Uh, what follows is a fight. Um, finally getting some super scroll action uh, with Gravik and Gaia using the powers of various characters as they battle it out. Um, so we get Drax's arm, we get um, Ghost's abilities uh, from Ant-Man. That's uh, we, we had first thought uh, um, Gaia went invisible or shrank, but no, just went incorporeal as mm. the, the car flyer. Or, yeah, it was a car that flew through. Yeah. We get Korg and uh, the Frost Beast. I th- when that flashed across the screen, I the didn't. Frost. I, I thought it said Emma Frost. I just saw Frost and I was like, they're, they're bringing in Emma Frost? This is a just, wild way just to randomly. introduce the mutants right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, and I was like, "What, Emma Frost?" And, well, because because um, it, I, it cause didn't I seem like her. ice; it some, seemed like a diamond sword or something. Like I don't know, it just <laughs> you know, uh, diamond is often called ice. Sure, so I, yeah, I think that was valid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so back at the hospital, Fury explains the situation to the president, telling him that Scrody has been, or, I'm sorry, Rody has been replaced by Scrody, um, and that the real Rody is uh, at a the the very compound the U.S. is going to bomb, uh, along with dozens of world officials that have also been replaced. Uh, Gaia gains uh, a brief upper hand using uh, Captain Marvel's powers, uh, but. Gravik uses the powers of Ebony Maw and does the telekinesis. Um, so Scrody tries to convince the president to stay the course, uh, you know, with the bomb already ready to go. Uh, Fury tries to convince the president otherwise. Gaia and Gravik continue to fight. And uh, we get some more Captain Marvel stuff going on up in the sky. And they do a bang, bang, shoot, shoot. Gaia uh, is able to use the powers of Mantis to knock Gravik out when Gravik gets the upper hand. Um, she said goodnight. Yeah. So Sonya and Fury tell the president that all he has to do is delay the strike, and it really looks like they they might get through to him. Gravik continues to fire at Gaia, with both of them finally colliding in uh, a fairly anime-esque action sequence. Uh, mm-hmm. That ends with Gaia fi- firing a blast through uh, Gravik's torso. Uh, killing him? I here's the thing. Doesn't he have some kind of like healing powers? Yeah, he's got the exterminus powers. So, like, why wouldn't you just burn the rest of his body or something? Yeah. So that's one of my questions with the powers is because they're like actively changing their body parts into whatever power they're using. So like they can't. They don't just always have Hulk strength. They have to use a Hulk arm or something like that. The, mm-hmm. the Exterminus powers doesn't make you look any different. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they were using the Exterminus powers as, like, a baseline before. Like, they always had the Exterminus on, but while they're using other powers, they're not, like, their body is transferring between other superheroes so that the sure. Exterminus power isn't active at that time. That could be. That's the only thing I could, like, think of is, like, how that would work out that way. Because, like I said, if you... The I mean, Exterminus powers just doesn't make you look any different, where if you yeah. have the Drax powers, you look like Drax kind of thing. Maybe, like, they have to call up the Exterminus powers every time, too. Yeah, that's and, very possible. And, I don't know, maybe she was calling up those powers before she got shot when she was supposedly killed earlier in yeah. the season. And it, it would make a certain level of sense, like, when Gravix used the Exterminus powers in the past, too. Like, they were in, like, gunfights. It gun took, fights. like, a second, right? Yeah. Well, now, the yeah. thing is, is, like... 
they it, you're in a gunfight, so you might you know that you might need a healing factor kind of thing. Sure. So that makes sense. Ah, shit. Yeah. And maybe because she exploded his heart and lungs out of his chest, <laughs> that <laughs> he didn't have time to react. Yeah. <laughs> Pull those powers up. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, so Rava, also known as Scrody. Uh, tries to make a move and ends up getting shot in, shot in the head by Fury, uh, you know, wrapping that all up. Uh, the president realizes the truth. Renrava turns into a scroll from the death, uh, calling off the strike that had been ordered. Uh, Gaia frees the prisoners. Among, uh, among them is the real Rhodey uh, and Everett Ross, played by Martin Freeman. Uh, is uh, revealed that Rhodey was replaced fairly early on. So that, that was one thing I wanted to talk about. So uh, everyone else, uh, when they are released, mm-hmm. are in essentially like whatever clothes that they were, you know, captured in. Rhodey is in a hospital gown. Um, so the last time we saw Rhodey in a hospital gown was in, was in Civil War. That's so long ago. So that's when Rhodey got shot by Vision and lost his legs. That is so long ago. So that's the last time we saw Rhodey in a hospital gown. Maybe that's not when he was taken, but it would be a time that he was exposed and, you know, like changes in his, you know, mannerisms or something like that wouldn't be noticed as much. Because uh, you also notice when he, like, tries to get down, he also tries to take a step like he's trying to walk. Oh. And if, if he had gone unconscious right after he had first lost the ability to walk, he, you know, his mind might not have connected those dots that he can't walk still. That's so, so here's my soft counter to that idea. Yeah. Is Gravik was still somewhat on Fury's good side mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. During the Battle of Endgame. Yep. Because he was selected to be the one to collect the DNA known as the Harvest. Mm -hmm. And he was not so obsessed with the idea of this domination nonsense where he took the Harvest as his own yet. That's true. That's very true. So why would he collect a member of the Avengers for his own plot? Yeah, no, that, that that's a valid that's a valid counter I hadn't considered. Yeah, that's very true though. Yeah, because that 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 would be playing a very long game, and yeah, like you said, Gravik was you know a part of Fury's team still, and at that point hadn't formed this you know resistance. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking like you know based off of when last time we saw him and that sort of stuff. Like also, it's I kinda, possible. I kind of want to see Rhodey deal with the fact that uh, Iron Man's dead. Oh no, Michael. <laughs> See, mostly I just don't want my heart broken like that, which is why I'm believing that it was like sometime after. He was just going for, you know, the finger up the butt, your typical old man (laughs) visit. And that's when he got got. And they took the leg braces off, which is he thought he still had them on. He went to a normal doctor visit. He had the braces when he went to visit and they took them off, which is why he was confused, why he went to go walk away. Because he had the legs last time he was able to. Yeah, yeah. He, mm-hmm. he was using some Stark Tech, like, leg braces to be able to walk yeah. and stuff. That's what I'm going to pretend happened. Because um, that would make me feel better. Uh, point number two. Some of the people that were, um, you know, in those silo pod, whatever. Mm. They were criminals. 
like the earth bomb dealer. Oh, yeah. yeah. So maybe not all of them should have been allowed to walk away so casually. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, it would be inhumane to have them, like, immediately arrested <laughs> after having been imprisoned in, in a medical coma for years and years. Well, and that's the thing. Is, like, it, it's going to be hard for them to prove how long it was. Maybe all those bad things were done by the scroll Ooh, and not them. Uh, oh, that's such a good take. That's like, lawyer Michael. <laughs> that's that, that's when you start getting into like the weird legal shit that they're gonna have to yeah. prove. Like, yeah, the, it was an art dealer bomber guy, but you know, I I've been gone. When was the first charge? Before that first charge? Like, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> anything from back then. Question. Mark. Uh, and then we get to point three that I want to bring up, which was something I tried uh, addressed earlier. Um, based off the area that they're in. Is there any concern about them getting radiation from oh, yeah. <laughs> trying to leave the silo? Absolutely. Now that they're yeah. no longer in the safety pods. Yeah, yeah no, I'll... they're running. They're like booking it to get yeah. out of there. Brody be, can't honestly. run. He has to be yeah. dragged out slowly yeah. by those two military people. They're just Damn. casually walking him out the door. Yeah. None of them Which... seem like they're in a hurry. They're just all doing the casual like, we made it walk. Yeah. <laughs> Which for me, I'm hoping that means that there's some kind of thing that the scrolls have done to keep them alive to prevent, you know, and prevent them from getting um, radiation sickness or being affected by the radiation. Otherwise, how would they keep them there for that long? Because those bodies would just expire. Yeah. You know? So I would understand the pods being safe. But then I think once they're out of the pods, it's like fair game yeah, yeah you gotta and go you she, gotta run she's just one scroll unlocking people and none of the people realize they're in a radiated place yeah so they're not helping get others out because mm-hmm. they can't they don't have the unlock key it's just the one key mm-hmm. and they're in no hurry to run and free themselves so like, what, why does my tum tum hurt why do i kind of want to throw up my like, skin is itchy <laughs> so once again i would like to say a fond farewell to best dad bob yeah oh. <laughs> as, as he dies what once if, again what if he only gets like i don't know 30 rads of radiation sickness and he spends a couple years with his boy here's the thing fury was pretty far outside of the area when he used that rad detector Oh boy. Like he wasn't even into the yeah. building yet. No, he was not. So I don't. I am not optimistic about any of these people's uh, long-term health outlooks. Yeah. No, it's not a good one. It's not a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they were using like cellular regeneration on the people in the pods to keep them from dying of radiation poisoning. But you know what? They gave them scroll nutrition blasts, that, oh. and now they are cured. <laughs> For a radiation forever. It's like Soylent <laughs> plus scroll, like Scrollent. Yeah, yeah, Scrollent. The Scrollent gives you yeah. ir- radiation immunity. That's what I'm gonna. It's just, it's just like a weird green Soylent. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, and anyways. Bob's fine. Bob's yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, so let's. Uh, let, we're almost done here. So uh, sometime later, uh, President President Ritson addresses the nation. Uh, confirming that the scrolls ha- were responsible for the attempt on his life. This fucking guy. Ritson declares war against all aliens not born on Earth, setting up uh, 
you know, some pretty, some pretty messed up shit. Uh, Fury mi- meets with Priscilla in their home, uh, which was trashed during the, the scroll attack. Uh, uh, Priscilla asks Fury if he really fell in love with her or like the face that she wore that, you know, gave him comfort. Do you uh, really love me without my makeup on? Yeah. Uh, he tells her that he's going back to Saber uh, that night. And if you can find a way to forgive me, you know, you know where to find me. Um, so there's that. Disclaimer, I do understand it's a little bit deeper than just the makeup thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so Sonia and Gaia meet with Sonia proposing an alliance, offering the scrolls the, resource, the resources they need to fight against uh, Ritson's war. Uh, Guy is as skeptical as it sounds a lot like Fury and Talus's old arrangement, which she's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonia wins over by promising that uh, it will be all business between them, but they will make the planet safer for both scrolls and humans. Fury These drives. are attainable goals. Two scrolls that uh, Sonia has under her belt. And That's I true. love that for her. Yeah. She's got just a fleet of little scroll- scrolls, like notches on the belt she's doing amazing yeah so sonya deserves all the great things um yes the best yeah uh so fury drives back out to the spot where you know we saw him land in episode one he calls the president telling him uh off for making a bad situation even worse uh, i do like the little comment like oh that's some real one-term president stuff that yeah. you're doing i did like which that. is very funny um, which is uh, foreshadowing because we do know that harrison ford becomes the president in uh, a later movie as well that's already mm-hmm. been confirmed so that's a uh, that's fun little foreshadowing sonia takes gaia to a secret location where a vast number of humans have been kept prisoner hooked up to more pods like the ones at new scrollios and they have uh, cool little blankies yeah gaia is shocked as she realizes how deep the scroll rebellion actually goes and the mon- monumental task before her um which does beg the question, like, why does Sonya know where this is? Like, I don't, I don't um, know. Th- this scene seemed was a little weird to me. I feel like it was because she talked to the scientists. Maybe. Otherwise, how would they get all this technology to hook them up? Well, to that's stuff? that's the thing is, like, I think the idea here is that Sonya knows about it, but Sonya is not responsible for it. Yeah. Like, this is just the scrolls set up this massive warehouse of potted humans and have taken over thousands of bodies or whatever which we already kind of knew but but like you know we haven't seen it to this extent we've just seen the hallway really with all those guys up on the wall which you know it could be like 30 guys but yeah um oh it already does the clip or does it the clip of the vigilantes we'll get there oh okay uh fury tells ritson that they have to act now to reverse the damage he's done but the president refuses telling fury to get the scrolls off the planet uh fury is clearly disappointed as he prepares to leave uh then another car pulls up driven by priscilla also known as vera uh she tells fury that now that the humans know about the scrolls she wants to use her birth name uh Asking to call her, I'm sorry, Vara, not Vera. Mm. Uh, Fury calls her Vara that, uh, and Fury tells Vara that he, he has some good news. The Kree are open to peace talks with the scrolls. Uh, Vara is cynical, but tells Fury that it's good, a good thing and asks her to be a diplomat. Uh, he asks her to go with him and she says she'll help him get started, but she'll have to come back. Um. Vara then takes her natural form and tells Fury that she loves him as, uh, tells, 
takes her natural form and tells Fury she loves him as she is. Fury responds by saying, only as you are, kissing her in her squirrel form and making it clear that he loves her no matter what. Yay! I was cheering. I was clapping. <laughs> I was like, finally. Yeah. So together they leave Earth for Saber. So they do that. Um, and then uh, we do get kind of kind of overlaid the, this last conversation between Fury and uh, Ritson. We do get all those vigilantes. Oh, sure. So mm-hmm. we get uh, some vigilantes showing up at like a news conference and like shooting, you know, one of the mm-hmm. newscasters live on air and them dying and then like. And becoming a scroll. Yeah. And yeah. then the prime minister getting shot and she doesn't turn into a scroll. She was yeah. just a normal ass human. And like there's like random attacks and stuff like that taking place now that. You know, because they're essentially written as like, you know, we're, we're waging war on them. Like we he have to out them. Yeah. He everybody. radicalized an entire nation like immediately. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, it's not not just the U.S. That's all over the world. Yeah. He he played into uh, humanity's fatal flaw, uh, which is like somebody really different already among us. Panic, yeah. panic, panic. Yeah. We're great at fear. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Thoughts? Um, I re- Oh, before we rate the whole thing, I just want to say I really did like the visuals at the end of this episode and how, like, first encounter it was. Sure, yeah, yeah, Um, I do want to know who is beaming him up. Whose ship is that? It's Saber. <laughs> I know, but it's just like, I don't know. I wanted a clear shot of it, and I understand why we didn't get the clear shot because it ruined the atmosphere and the mood that they were setting but i wanted to see all the cool stuff <laughs> um uh so as a whole i i liked it um still some issues with the trope of um scrolls in general yeah um and it's a pretty anti-semitic trope that is just played for straight um like, it ends with a little bit more nuance. I still don't like that it's like, well, there are good scrolls that have to put down the bad scrolls. Yeah. I just, I I don't like that taste that it leaves. Yeah. Um, I feel like there were better ways they could have done it. I agree. But it was pretty good. I would say, like, three out of five. Three out of five? Yeah. Okay. Okay. How about you, Kane? Thought, final thoughts and rating? Uh, you know, I am glad that Talos died before he had to watch his dream be shattered by an ignorant white man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially the guy he fucking saved. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck off, Ritson. I hate that guy. Anyway. Um, all things considered, I don't think this is one of those shows where I would, like, watch it again <laughs> fair if i'm being honest like Does there's some feel... marvel movie or some marvel tv shows where it's like oh man this was really cool i'm gonna pop it on again if yeah. i'm really bored like it's definitely one where it's nice to have watched because it's probably going to be useful to know it's definitely one where it's required reading. Yeah, I think this is yeah. going to be required reading for the yeah. next phase. Required reading, but it's like, eh, you know, maybe, maybe I would have wikipedia it had I not been on this podcast. Um, <laughs> that being thank, said... Thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> uh, loved Sonia. She was great. 
Gravik was attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gave me eye candy. Uh, oh, Gaia was attractive. Two mm-hmm. eye candies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great comedics. Uh, you know, it's probably a... Go with your And heart. they did tell me what the harvest was. Yes, it that's did true. come into play. It came back. I was going to give it a two, but they gave me the answer to question from episode two, so I'm going to bump it up to a three. All right. All right. Were they gave me other... an answer. Sorry. Were there other questions that they just left dangling? Or I, I, I don't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I bet if I go back to those episodes that we did, I would be like, oh, yeah, those fuckers never <laughs> bothered to answer that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It doesn't leave you with a feeling of unresolvedness, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so I will say that the ending was fairly unsatisfying. Uh, that was one thing that, like, when we finished, I was like, oh, okay. Um, th- this was, you know, strictly just to give us information about, you know, other projects that are coming up, which is one mm-hmm. of the things I feared about the TV shows. Um, as Audrey mentioned, I the the scroll, you know, um, similarities and anti-Semitic tropes that they were going with is never a great feeling. And I did express my distaste for that, like, trope in general of, mm-hmm. like, the shapeshifter. Like, that's just never been one I've been a huge fan of. It's a power I've always wanted, but a trope that I dislike. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Um, the, the, the spine stuff did require some pretty heavy leaps of logic. Um, which is one thing that always frustrates me in a, like a spy movie kind of mm. thing is where you have to make some pretty serious leaps of logic and people would have to kind of act outside of, you know, how someone would normally act for a plan to fall together perfectly kind of thing. That happened quite a bit in this show. Mm-hmm. So that always bugged me. But overall, uh, I think the visuals were great. Um, the... For the most part, uh, it did lull in certain parts and stuff like that. Sony was fantastic. Amelia mm-hmm. Clark was fantastic. Uh, Graphic was, you know, great. I, I Talos liked was really good. Talos was good yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, Fury was one of the weaker parts of the show. I, see, and I, I thought he was fine. He was like, fine. Yeah. Uh, one thing that did frustrate me is at one point, um, the person that plays Maria Hill did say that this was kind of a, a story about Maria Hill. She dies in the first episode and is never brought back up. Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder if there's a bunch of other, you know, scenes that were shot or something like that that ended up not happening. Weird. Um, also, the way that it ends, I feel like would have been way more interesting if it had happened, like, say, halfway through the season. Where, like, that tension of, you know, the vigilantes and, like, all of that stuff had, like, up the stakes a little bit now. Like, the scrolls are known, they're going after them, and people are just kind of, like, you know out in the streets, you know, killing oh, kind sure. of thing. Like, I think that would have been a good way to add some tension midway through because, like I said, it was the the threat never really changed and the and or, all of their plots never really meant anything. I mean, or you could do the president thing earlier and instead of the, the submarine thing and and then you'd have that tension throughout yeah. the rest because yeah. we're the... supposed to give a shit about the president. <laughs> yeah, which I don't. I don't care about. Which, the pres- <laughs> no, yeah. I did not. I but... was like, I don't. I don't care about this guy. Yeah, <laughs> he can fuck off. So the like, I I had a lot of issues. I I think it was a good setup for um, Captain America. Uh, was it Brave New World? 
um, which is we're going to get Thunderbolt Ross and stuff like that in there, which is going to be great. That's going to be played by Harrison Ford. Uh, we're going to get a bunch of stuff that's going to lead into that. It's going to lead into Armor Wars with Rhodey, which should be nice. Of course, uh, Nick Fury going up to Saber is going to lead it into the Marvels. So, like, those three mm-hmm. alone are all going to tie directly back to this show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, And right. you might lose some valuable information about why people are where they are, you know, the feelings that they have, like, what state they're in and that sort of stuff. If you haven't seen the show, which is, again, one of the things I was afraid of when these shows yeah. started to get announced. Yeah. No, we're in the zone where it's just like the comics. If you haven't done your pre-reading, you're not going to get the new issue. Yeah. You know? Which is a, a little frustrating. Um, yeah, but I mean, that's what I feel like that's what Marvel has been to me since I knew about the comics. Sure, yeah. So it makes sense that the movies would get this way eventually. Yeah. I like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Movies um, slash shows. I'm excited for Dark Rain, uh, which I believe is going to be what the new phase is going to be more focused on. Uh, Dark Rain is essentially like the Dark Avengers, more or less. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross taking it over and that sort of stuff. We've seen that being built with um, uh, a U.S. agent and, you know, uh, um, Florence Pugh mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. So, like, it, it is a good way to tie all of that stuff in. But, again, I don't like that it's required. Um, so, I think I'm going to go with... A 1.5. Oh, shit. Uh, this is probably the show I've liked the least out of all of them thus far. But, of course, I, I the, the, it's supposed to be a spy thriller, and I didn't feel the spy thriller-iness of it. So. I mean, I, I got little tastes of it. Little tastes of it, but yeah. if you're going to make an, a six-episode show about it, I, I, I want some more spy stuff going on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Super duper. Valid king. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you'd recommend instead of watching this? Ooh, I don't know. Not, a, not not nothing immediately comes to mind. I'm sure if I had thought about it more beforehand oh, I would sure, something, sure. but Well, I was just like I there what is it? Just watch like Ocean's 11. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, watch Ocean's <laughs> 11 or Better spy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much better spy stuff. Better... I think there's better spy stuff with Samuel L. Jackson in it, like <laughs> Oh, yeah, probably. So. Maybe Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, Snakes on a Plane. There you go. I've actually never seen that. <laughs> Audrey. I'm sorry. All I know is I about the mother effing snakes. <laughs> on, on those monkey fork and planes. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, any final thoughts? Any... Make you watch. <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts? Any final concerns? Or any, any other predictions? Anything you're looking forward to? Oh, I just... I'm not excited for all of the hate crimes that are going to be like alleged to in upcoming things because yeah. it's going to be scroll hate crimes it's going to be like innocent people getting caught in the crossfire because they're suspected of being scrolls and i just I, we deal with I, so I'm much not, of that already i know well and i'm not excited for so whenever something like this enters the zeitgeist or enters popular media there's a rise of conspiracy theories that yes. have the same themes and have the same ideas because people are dumb. Yeah. Like people so at large are dumb. It a hundred percent will only get worse. Uh, Cause today, not sure if you followed the news, uh, yep. UAP whistleblowers testified in Congress about uh, proof for aliens. I did see that. That well, is correct. <laughs> Non-human <laughs> pilot remains. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're they're, ta- they're saying that they have alien remains and alien ships, and that there's so they're much more proof non-human. out there. They're just non-human. They're just non It was testified in front of Congress, and they presented zero evidence for it. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I, I I haven't watched all of it, uh, or much of it. Honestly, I've been at work all day. But yeah, it's um the timing is bad. Yeah, it's not good timing, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, this has been building for a couple of years. I think in 2021, like yeah. really early, a lot of stuff got declassified and there was uh, some old uh, jet footage that kept going around of like, oh, look, it's proof. It's yeah. proof. Um, so I just, I'm I'm concerned yeah, for gullible or non-critically minded, uh, non-skeptical people yeah, there you go. to this. Like... I don't know. It's just, it's hard when you see that headline uh, to be able to read between the lines or even finish reading the article. Because uh, I saw that headline and I was like, Ooh, I, I can't deal with this. So I didn't, I didn't read it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So that'll be fun. Uh, uh, I can't, I wonder whether or not there's going to be because I will be honest, I'm pretty hit or miss on keeping track of the new things coming up. Um, with the, like, Ritson's little address on the nation. Yep. Is there going to be anything that comes from the Asgardians? Like, that's, are they going to get hit because that's of a this? Va- yeah, that's a valid question, because technically speaking, his that declaration would impact Asgardians as well. Mm-hmm. But they look like humans, so people don't really care, because they're fucking prejudiced and yeah. stuff. So. But yeah, technically, new Asgard would be a potential target, um, which would be a very stupid thing for them to attack, because... It'd be pretty uh, funny. It'd be pretty funny to watch the humans get folded like lawn chairs, but... Um, yeah, no, it, technically speaking, yes, all the, all the Asgards would fall under the category of the way that he stated that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, no, nah, it's, uh, it's no good. It's no good. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, if they ever came back, would all fall under that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So. Well, they're too busy being in space, so. Yeah. I think that's fine. But yeah, no, that, that's a, that's a valid concern, uh. Yeah, is Val- Valkyrie all of a sudden going to have to fight off a bunch of random ass like humans that <laughs> show up with you know pitchforks? Yeah, pitchforks <laughs> and yeah, ARs. Well, I imagine it's going to be like people coming to try and interpose taxes or some kind of bullshit, and then when yeah. Asgardians push back because it's like, nah, we we don't do that. Then it's going to be you know these fucking aliens. Yep, yep, yep. They're not allowed to be here. Yeah. And then My president they defend said themselves. No. <laughs> yeah. Though as Asgardians in the US or are they They're they're in Ireland or something? Um yeah, no, they're in, they're in a Norse country, yeah, I think. Yeah, it was one of yeah. the Norse countries, maybe. Yeah. I don't I don't actually remember where it was. I, I don't so either. That... It was near that cliff, you know? That the that, that they watched like Odin it, die. As long off. as it's is it wrong for me to say? I feel like as long as it's not like you it, Nor- it was Norway. It's it was probably Norway. like then they're probably good. Yeah, they're like they're, Norway's they're... like a chill country. Yeah, Norway's it's fine. Like if it was if it was England or one of the Brexit countries, then we might have <laughs> issues. <laughs> right, right. We'd have we'd have more concern. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. 
Yeah. No, Super that's that's fun. a valid concern. But all right, no, let's go ahead and wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, wrap this bad boy up here. So uh, if you like what we do here, do check the link tree link down below. Uh, we can be found just about everywhere at Character vs. Pod. We aren't on Threads or Blue Sky yet as that. Cause Ooh, I bet I could. I bet we probably could. But, uh, yeah, so we don't have those ones yet. But, you know, everywhere else you want to look for us, you can find us. But um, until uh, Twitter, I'm sorry, X spirals into the ground, well, I guess we'll stay there too. But uh, for this week, I've been Mike. I've been Audrey. I've been Kane. Thank you for joining us. Talk to you next time.